Howdy, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of PAT. Let's jump in. On this week's episode, we are going to break down the Super Bowl game preview. That's Chiefs versus Eagles, if you've been living under a rock. We're also going to talk about some of the uh, fun little prop bets that always happen during the Super Bowl. I love them. We're going to recap. Exactly. We'll have some locks. We'll have some locks. It's 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 clear Gatorade this time. Yeah. Yeah. No. We'll cover the Pro Bowl breakdown. So whatever that was for the past week that NFL players were doing in Las Vegas. We'll maybe talk about Try to talk about it. I mean, like, it was horrible. And then we're going to talk about the NBA trade deadline. What has happened so far? What just happened? Yeah, Russell Westbrook traded to the Lakers. Traded from the Lakers. We'll tell you where he went. And then we're going to talk about some of the rumors that have been going around that will probably happen tomorrow because the trade deadline ends tomorrow at 3 p.m. So next week's episode, we'll have a bit of a segment dedicated to the breakdown of the trades that happened tomorrow. So next Wednesday... You'll get the trades breakdown from us that came from tomorrow on the 9th. So a little weird. Time is a little bad, but hey, best we can do. But anyways, let's jump into the Super Bowl. It's going to be a big game on Sunday. Everybody's going to be watching. I I mean, you know, I think maybe. I mean, actually, I doubt. I bet it doesn't have that high a viewership as it did in the past because nobody wants to watch the Eagles and Chiefs. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I feel like any like casual NFL fans were just like, I just don't want to watch the Eagles and Chiefs. They're like they're rooting for the underdogs and somebody else. So, but I'm just let's... watching for the new Burger King commercial. That's oh, uh, uh, is it going to be a Whopper anymore? We think they're going to like Whopper Junior. It's, oh. it, I know it's going to be the greatest Super Bowl commercial of all time. <laughs> See, I think I think what Burger King's going to do is they're just not going to drop a commercial because everyone's just going to be talking about it already. They're just like, why do I need to spend? 10 million dollars everyone's gonna be like oh i can't wait to hear the burger king commercial you need they, they don't finale though oh no see but that's the good thing you you don't need the finale when you already have the hype you, you don't have to generate anything where you just gotta sit back save your money like i don't know but anyways the uh matchup between the eagles and the chiefs is going to be a interesting one we we know some players are going to be on ir some players coming back from ir it's going to be a Interesting little matchup. So I'm going to go straight to you, Dakota. What do you think about this Super Bowl matchup on Sunday? Who do you got and why? And what do you think is going to be the, I would say, on both sides, the biggest factor? Who, Which player is going to be that key factor for the Chiefs and for the Eagles? I'm going to group them all together here. I'm going to say the defensive line uh, for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to be the deciding factor. Uh, Eagles, they have an all-around great defense, and as we know, great offense and great defense, defense wins 99% of the time. So I really think the Eagles have a step up in this one. But then you got Patrick Mahomes. He's just, like I've said before, a magician. He can get out of any situation. You just give him enough time. So I think if I mean if the Eagles can play contain, I can see this uh, being a tough game. But but do you, do you think like they'll they'll want to play contain with his hurt ankle? I feel like you just go after him because I don't feel like he'll be running much. You know, but, I feel like I he mean, just he moved around last game a little bit. He did, yeah, but like and then he had two weeks of this game than last rest. Game. 
Yeah, but I feel like sometimes with that rest, it just it's more like because you can't really practice because you wanted to recover. So he's not out there actively practicing. And then, you know, we don't know what's actually happening in the training facility. I, I feel like his ankle is going to be a big issue. It's Patrick it. Mahomes, I, he'll be all right. and it's the Super Bowl. He'll, he'll play. You tough that out. I'm, oh, well, of course he's going to tough uh, it out. Why else would you preserve? You're going to do everything you can to win that game. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I understand that, but I, I feel like it's just going to be like one of those, oh, like a background issue. Like people are just going to be talking about it. Like if he's not playing well, he's like, well, that ankle, you know. Oh, so Ooh, he has a built-in excuse. Oh boy. Oh well, I mean, all every great quarterback does. So, speaking of excuses, what excuse do you think the uh, Chiefs have? For uh, not getting Mikel Hardman back, the uh, Caleb, do you, do you think there's something out there? Like he, he man's just missed half the year. Yeah, their whole receiving core is hurt. They had what three receivers leave? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're in the AFC Championship game. Uh, a good, Tony should be back. He said he's going to play on Sunday. He said so. That that's good because uh, they could really use him. But yeah, McCall being out. I mean, they could use him, but like you said, he hasn't really played most of the season, so you can't miss what you never had. And as long as Kelsey's <laughs> there, like, come on. Like, Kelsey and Mahomes, that's all you need. Yeah, but, I mean, if you're the Eagles, just double Kelsey every play. <laughs> I mean, if I'm yeah. literally the Eagles, I'm, I'm doubling Kelsey every play. I mean, like, what are they going to do? They don't run the ball on you. If, if Kansas City is smart, and hear me out, if they're smart, this is this is what their game plan is going to be. You do not throw the ball to Kelsey. Why? Kelsey's the dummy. Everyone knows Kelsey is a superstar. He's the best guy on the team. Run him as the take. dummy. I mean, I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. And you just run McKinnon and Pacheco out of the backfield so much throughout this game that in the second half, those linebackers that are dropping back into coverage, a safety that's coming down to double Kelsey as he goes across the middle of the field, they will have to adjust to cover the running backs coming out of the backfield. That'll leave Kelsey 101, and, you know, that's the opportunities you want. So I think Kelsey's, if if this is this is how I'm looking, I feel like Kelsey's going to be irrelevant in the first half. Maybe have one or two catches. I hope the Chiefs will utilize the passing game out of the backfield. If they want to utilize the run, that's good as well. They'll be getting a Clyde Edwards Alaire back, whatever his name is. I mean, he hasn't played in like nine weeks, but he's back off the IR. I mean, that gives them some depth, you know, if, just in case injuries happen. But they have the depth there. But slow the game down, run the ball, control the clock, play out of the backfield. Don't go for the big plays. I mean, like you can try hit him over the top with Scantling. Uh, we know Juju is going to be more of a check down receiver. You want some gadget plays with Tony, but. Ultimately, you have McKinnon, who's tied an NFL record this year for most receiving touchdowns, uh, I believe, by running back. Yeah, and like, just if if you they haven't established him in the playoffs, I don't if you, I don't know if you've been y'all been watching, but he's just irrelevant in the playoffs. And maybe that's they've had a bit of you know, I wouldn't say comfortable games, but there it was a bit comfortable, in my opinion, from watching it. But like you, you have to get McKinnon involved, and on the Eagles side of the ball, you just got to run the ball down the Chiefs' throats. Now, I mean, you don't want to have Hurts throw the ball thirty times in this game. If Hurts throws the ball thirty times in this game, Eagles probably lose. 
Hurst is going to throw one or two interceptions if he's throwing three times a game. And why? Because, well, when Hurts has to throw the ball, he doesn't look great. Hurts isn't great throwing the ball consistently over a basis. Yes, play action, you know, he tosses it up to Smith and to uh, Brown, and they make great catches. But when the running game's not going, they have three running backs that just rotate out over and over again. The running game's going, they'll be fine. If the running game's not going, I'm worried for the Eagles. So that'll be interesting to me. And I, I like what you said, Dakota. I think defensive line will be key for the Eagles as well. I think I think it'll be the make-or-break point. If the Eagles line, defensive line shows up, they'll win. If it doesn't, Chiefs will win. But enough on the game. Let's talk about what we're, what will be happening during the game, before and after. Oh, the um, most important part. The most important part. Like the coin toss. The coin toss. Or the, the national anthem, toss. yeah. The national anthem. So so what are we thinking for the coin toss? I, I'm going I'm a, I'm a, I'm going tails. I'm tails going never tails. fails, man. You can't See, pick anything besides tails. Tails never head. fails. Yeah, oh. I bet. Oh, you would be. <laughs> I mean, see, me and Caleb perfectly aligned, Mike. Tells never fails. I mean, but Dakota, I don't know why. Why, why are you going head? Like, uh, stick with the program. Everyone goes. Everyone goes tails. Why? Well, I don't want to. No, do everybody goes does. heads, but tails. No, is the no, but everyone goes tails. Okay. At first, it was heads, and then people like me wanted to be different. Tails never fails. Yes, and now <laughs> everyone t- goes tails. So I got to go back heads. Okay. Did you did you call Andy Reid this week and tell him that like? Make sure to give him that advice he got on the coin toss. Like he got oh, that no, inside he scoop. Called, yeah, he called me. He oh, he called you. Know. He called you. Oh, okay. Well, the yeah. ref. The ref's the one that flips the quarter. No, no, it's it's the uh, it's the whatever <laughs> guest they have. It's Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. The ref called me, I mean, and then I told him. <laughs> oh, did he? Uh, did he tell you how he was officiating the game? I need to know if I'm taking the over under on that. No. Under on penalty. Over. Over. Oh, he said over? Okay, bet. All right, thank, thank you for giving me that script. I, they didn't send me the script this week, so I, I just... Oh, yeah, you know, it got lost in the mail. It got lost in the mail, so I'm glad you got yours so I can, uh, I can, I can properly take that advantage. I think the funner thing, though, is the National Anthem one. What, what is the line usually? It's over under a minute, I think. Two minutes and two seconds is the line. That's, I've okay, done extensive okay. research into the National Anthem. I'm hitting it this year. Wait, it's a who, who is singing the- it? Chris Stapleton. Chris oh, Stapleton is singing. Chris Stapleton. Oh, okay. I didn't know Chris Stapleton. Whiskey. He's going to bring some Tennessee mm-hmm. whiskey, and he's going to hit. The, he's going to slam the over. It's going to be the biggest lock of the century. I Okay, That's I got to agree with you. Man. Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Oh, he's a slow mm. singer. He's, the only other time a male ooh. a male country singer has sung the national anthem, he went over. Um, it's They're going over. Okay. He has to. Okay. And where can I make these bets? Like just asking for a friend. Uh, you can you can just uh, leave the great state of Texas, Louisiana uh, border. Thanks, and, Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma. Pretty, close go to ahead and pretty much every state next to us. Yeah, I just placed those wagers. I would I would put probably like a hundred bucks in the over that anthem. Now that I know who's singing, at least, at least, at least, hundred bucks. Maybe parlay it up with the tells. Oh, that's dangerous. Ooh, that's Dang, dangerous. Maybe a third one there, you know. I because the, the National Anthem one's a lock. So it, yeah. You need to pair I mean, it with a lock. The, the, yeah. I mean, Stapleton, 
it's, it's going it's going over it's flying over maybe three minutes he holds out his notes really long when he sings so. and then he has a good pause yeah, i listen to his music between the lines yeah, he takes in deep breaths mm-hmm. <laughs> he sucks that air in <laughs> hey it's a big boy man that's a hey, big hey, he needs it he needs it he needs it i i wonder i wonder what do you know what the uh the line like is it what 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 is the uh, line at for the over, Caleb? Is it like minus it's two min- oh, oh, it's like minus one oh five. What what is it? I don't even Did, know though. Yeah, well, I'm assuming so that's two minutes be and favored. two seconds. What I mean that, uh, yeah, you go over that. I think I think the interesting one this year is going to be the Gatorade bath. No, oh, that, that's an easy guess too. Is it? Yeah, it's yellow. It's going to be yellow. Okay, so I was thinking yellow, but see, here's my thing. I think um, I think if the Eagles win, they'll do red Gatorade. Eagles had yellow Chiefs last win. time. Eagles they did. Had I know. I know. Well, then, I know. Didn't the Chiefs have yellow? Yeah, I they think so. Used yeah, yellow Gatorade. So, and they both have yellow, kind of. But this is Nick Sirianni. Like, I'm I'm, I'm going to play to his sportsmanship. Like, he's going to have like red Gatorade. You know, since the Chiefs are red. Well, the Chiefs are going to win, so it doesn't matter. Well, that is true. Okay, yeah. But just in case the Eagles win, I still think it's going to be yellow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Dakota, what are you going? Purple? You like it? You're like, you're one of the grape Gatorade guys. You know? No. If the Eagles win, yellow all day long. I'm going Thank red you. for the Chiefs. Chiefs win. I'm thinking. Nah, I'm going you got to pick time. one though, because you don't know who's going to uh, win. Then, then, then yeah, I'll stick with yellow. Hmm. Listen, I agree with Caleb. Oh, they no. both have a. Uh, Yellow kind of just goes. They both used yellow Gatorade in the past. In yellow, yes. <laughs> what? What should be like is... grape? It's gonna be like purple. Everyone's gonna be so mad. <laughs> like, like <laughs> everyone, everyone's watching the Super Bowl and they're like, "Oh, yay!" No, it's, it's gonna over. Be like they cucumber won. Cucumber lime. <laughs> <laughs> cucumber lime. Are you are you gonna cut up the individual cucumbers and put it in there? Dakota, like oh. they got you on the sideline oh. as well. Like you're doing That's the coin flip and Gatorade. the Gatorade. No, There's I would no never way. It's, it's lemon lime. Is is it really is cucumber lime flavored Gatorade? That sounds disgusting. Yes, it is known for being the cucumber worst flavor. and lime. Yeah, it sounds or like cucumber. the worst. Flavor. Was that in production? How? What? Like, how do you have this? People go, "Hey, this is the worst Gatorade," and Gatorade's like, "You know what? We'll continue to make it." Look, you gotta the have two percent of one people to make all your other ones look good. No. Yeah. Hey, there no. has to be a worse one at some point. Like I don't. I mean, like if you have a bad product, and I I use your bad product, that's gonna make me think. I wonder what the other products are like. They make gotta me think, be. Good. I wish I no, had the red bad. flavor. That's what. That's what I'd be thinking. You're gonna be like, I wish I was drinking Powerade. That's what you're gonna be like. That <laughs> did no more Gatorade. So I don't know. I don't know. Another interesting uh, line I saw this. This over this past week, week and a half was now. I don't know if this was real. It looked like it was. Uh, one of the sports books had Jackson Mahomes number oh, of TikToks one posted. And TikToks. One and a half. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was one and a half. Bro, I'm peppering the over on that one. I'm peppering <laughs> the over. Bro, we got two blocks. Dang. Half, that's a lot, bro. Yeah. Tail the. Yeah, you should tail the um, over one the and a over half. On the anthem, with the over with on the, the over on the anthem. Bro, yeah, he posted one lot. last year, and he wasn't even in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. he has to be at least two. 
I wonder when it ends, two. though. Like, I wonder if they're like up till the like when when the you know when the fourth quarter goes zero zero. I wonder if that's when it ends. Yeah, because you think he's gonna post like a like instantly. One? Like, yeah. but see, here's the thing, bro. This is why it's so good. If if they're winning, he'll probably put. If they're winning by a good amount, like you know, if if they got the ball with like a possession lead, no, the Eagles have no timeouts. They're kneeling the ball. He's gonna post the TikTok before the clock runs out, right? So we're assuming he's going to post one for sure. It's the second one. Minimum. So if the Chiefs are are, are if the winning, Chiefs are winning at halftime. Oh, that yeah, he'll, he'll probably post one at halftime. One at halftime. I bet he does one to start the game. But the thing is, yeah. does he do it before yeah, when the kickoff the, starts? When does mm. the time start? That's a see. If I could bet on this, I would. I would. It's still. I would. I would have been skipping everything and researching the shit out of this. Put a mortgage your... down on this. What's your uh, prediction for over under a cheeseburger in the Super Ooh. Bowl for Andy Reid? During Ooh. the Super Bowl? During the Super Bowl? No, it, it could be like, like he eats uh, it? during the uh, th- the allotment of time for celebration. the celebration. Yeah, so oh, he like can they celebrate with a cheeseburger. cheeseburger. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he has to win. He has to yes. win. So yeah. you're banking on the Chiefs winning. For the cheeseburger. Hmm. So if you have the Eagles money line, just pair it with the under on that. And you'll just get really good odds because there's no way that's like, I mean, it's gotta be. But like, is Arizona known for their cheeseburgers? No, <laughs> but like Andy Reid don't known for eat for cheeseburgers. cheeseburgers. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying got, is they got like, a McDonald's there. I mean, <laughs> you won the Super Bowl. What are you going to do now? I'm getting a Big Mac. Well, he, he, last Super Bowl. That was literally what he said. He's like, I'm going to get a cheeseburger. Really? He's like, I'm a, yeah. maybe a double. You remember? That's literally what he said. So, so I saw, I saw the thing about the cheeseburger. I didn't know it was no, the Super Bowl. That's legitimately what he said after wow. they won the Super Bowl. He's like, heck, make it a double. Okay, well then, yeah, that's the over. If they have a McDonald's in the stadium, like, that's a lock. They, got they a brought him a burger the uh, during one of the playoff games, right? He they brought him a burger. Was yeah, it the championship? I, I don't know when it was. I just know I saw the locker room with the burger. Like so, I I, I just know he had one at one point. It was a it's a pattern. It's a pattern. Would, would you be surprised if they got like a little food vendor behind the Chiefs bench? Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> it's like you come back from commercial break. He's just chowing down on a burger. It's like, hey Pat, go score him. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a break for a few minutes. Bro, I rode that the bench in high school. I would have loved the freaking snack <laughs> vendor right behind me. That would have been amazing. Heck, see, that's yeah. why you know baseball teams got it good. Like you just go, they go, peanuts, get your peanuts, get your peanuts. You just stand up on the dugout. Yeah, I'll take two. Like you know, just toss them over the net and down mm-hmm. to you. Take some nachos from a fan. Hey, Tio, you know, grab a thing of popcorn. Get your popcorn. You thirsty? Just take their beer. <laughs> oh, you're filling up to it? Just catch the catch the foul ball that will seal the Cubs uh, a World Series. Is that too soon? Oh yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah, too soon. Yeah, when was freaking Ballmer? Was it Steve Ballmer? What is like oh three? Uh, Steve Ballmer's ago. dude who owns like the Clippers. Yeah, what's the? He's, he's that weird bald dude. The wrong dude. I just think the guy's name is Steve. We'll remember Uh, it later. Yeah, we'll remember it later for sure. I I think it'll be uh, cool, though, if they do something like if he he goes and like if they do something with the cheeseburger, like they're presenting the trophy. They're all looking around like, where's coach? Where's coach? They just got a camera follow him. He's like walking to McDonald's. 
Like that, if 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 Andy Reid did that after it winning, happen. it could happen. I mean, he would be the greatest coach of all time. He I, he might be if he wins the Super Bowl. Like this is a, t- a tangent, but he he's probably top two, top three. He's on the Mount Rushmore mm, for sure. He's on the I Mount Rushmore of head coaches. If he wins the Super Bowl, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Andy Reid. For how sure. many I mean, coaches would have? How many coaches would have? Accomplished as much as he had, uh, Landry, okay, Lombardi, okay, Belichick, okay, that's three, so four. Garrett, see, uh, <laughs> <laughs> bro, that's what yeah, you're put right. him up there, bro. Just threw me off, Jason Garrett, Dakota. Do you want me to have nightmares? Like, <laughs> fuck you, don't. Don't say that name's that man's name. I had to watch Sunday Night Football where I, I I see him go fly goes fly like he was about to get shot off screen if he didn't say it. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean I I dead ass I think someone had a gun pointed at him when I was watching that. He looked like he was about to shit himself like he was scared for his life. I would have loved to Ooh. see that. <laughs> it was it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. So the Pro Bowl happened. Did yeah, any of y'all watch it? Uh, what I could, uh, they have it in the middle of the week, in the middle of the day. Yeah, normal yeah. people have jobs or school or classes. School or, yeah. Yeah. Um, it looked entertaining. I like the little skills. Com- I like the points total. How each competition was what three points. He they, like um, that. I don't know. They added up, and then you have a total point tally at the end. I thought that was fun. All the athletes, all the players, they looked involved and engaged way more than the last couple of years. Uh, I saw the hardest hit in the pro bowl. <laughs> and it's Sean it's Taylor. Sean Taylor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> someone forgot it was a uh, flag football and they absolutely leveled. Was it Tyreek? They leveled. It was Jalen Ramsey leveling leveled. Tyreek yeah. kill on the pitch back. I was, <laughs> he was going was to grab good. the flag of Devonte or was yeah, it? Yeah. yeah Devonte. Sure. Yeah. And he was definitely Devontae going to pitched it and he was just full force shoulder. It was a great play. It was fun. It actually was entertaining at times. Like the players actually like going hard and trying like the flag. Well, football, I, mean, I think was a good idea. I mean, you know, Ty- it's, it's like Ty- Tyler Huntley looked great. You know why? No one was rushing him. I mean, oh, they had one rusher. Did I, yeah, oh, Mike, I, uh, Micah forced the game ceiling pick six. Did he really? Yeah. I, okay, yeah, and was there two uh, games? Was there two games? Did I miss that? Uh, did I miss something? I swear they said there was two games. Uh, there might have been. I only saw one if there was oh, two okay. games. But yeah, Micah rushed him. Uh, he threw it up, and Jair got it in the end zone, and then just took it back. Hmm. So, yeah, I guess interesting. I know Josh Jacobs hated it. He said it was <laughs> just like, I mean, to paraphrase, it's not really a running back. It's uh, it's, it's stupid yeah. as shit. I mean, like football yeah. isn't really a running back thing. Just like it's not a lineman thing either. Yeah, I guess. But then, what's the purpose of the Pro Bowl? I mean, I wouldn't even go. Like, it. it I mean, where are they going? They're going to Vegas. It's not even like they're going to vacation. They get to go to Vegas. Oh my Vegas god! Is like. Great. Vacation, is it? I mean, it's <laughs> like tell tell me. So you rather go to Vegas or you go to Hawaii? No, I would rather go to Hawaii, but that yeah, doesn't mean yeah. Vegas is not a 
vacation spot. Or see, this is what I don't understand: is why do you not have the Pro Bowl in like a foreign country where you want to like grow football, right? Like you know how they have games in Europe, like China. Oh, I'm sorry. If you're making millions of dollars a year, you can get a passport. Like, good lord, China. China. LeBron would have been invited. So. But, shoot, LeBron would have broke the points record over there. He spends one day. People would go if it was in a different country. I would. I think that'd be cool. It'd be like, too much hassle. I don't think because it's already no. kind of inconvenient would Brittany, for a lot Brittany of the star go? players. <laughs> hey, don't don't give her a vape pen. She might get arrested again. Oh my god! I have to trade another arms dealer for her. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> uh, any more thoughts on the Pro Bowl? Uh, no, I don't have any other. I know Nick Chubb crossed the AFC for their that obstacle obstacle course was pretty cool, where they tagged up and they were running through obstacles. Yeah, that was really entertaining. Uh, Nick Chubb uh, messed up on the tire drills and had to start over, and it lost the <laughs> AFC. There, thing it was funny. Who would have thought a running back messing up on those? But yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't watch it, so I have absolutely. Nothing positive to say about it. Uh, I thought it was like good. I thought, thought it was better than last year. Nah. If you ask me, I could find. I would rather watch like cycling. No, that's I mean, that's on you, man. Yeah. Go watch cycling. No. no, I don't know. It just didn't look fun. But another sport that's actually fun to watch is the NBA, and the yeah. trade deadline is tomorrow. And you know, there's some been some. Notable moves that have happened. That have happened right when we started recording. Right when we started recording the other day. uh, I mean, if you're the Lakers, you know, you made the deal the 23rd. But, like, still interesting enough. So let's let's recap real quick what what has happened so far. I'll go through everything and we'll talk about them and then we'll give you the rumors. So the very first trade within this new calendar year was on January 5th. The Celtics traded Noah Vol to the Spurs. They get a, they got a future second round pick and the Spurs got Noah Vol and cash consideration. So this is just a minor trade. one. It, all this was was a way for the Celtics to free up a roster spot, potentially make moves at the deadline. And then on the 23rd of January, the Lakers got Rui Hachimura, former ninth overall pick, a lottery solid, pick for the Wizards. Player. Yeah, and the Wizards got back Kendrick Nunn, a 2028 second round pick, and a 2029 second round pick. So they got a player and two picks for Hachimura. And then recently, uh, on the 6th, so that was be two days ago, the Mavericks, well, this trade did happen on Sunday, but it was confirmed on the 6th. So the Mavericks, Dallas Mavericks, got Kyrie Irving, Marquise Morris, and the Nets received Spencer Dinwiddie, Dory Vinnie-Smith, a 2029 first-round pick, and two future second-round picks. Those picks, I believe, were in 2027 and 2029, but I believe they're conditional, so they can be named later. And then on the 7th, the Spurs got Dwayne Dedman and a second-round pick in 2028 from the Heat, and the Heat got cash considerations. Again, this is probably another move just to free up a roster spot. Yeah, and we just see a lot. He does. Well, he did he did get suspended for throwing a massage gun onto the floor. So I mean No, I mean cash considerations. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah. He traded a lot, man. All the time. All the must time. Must be really popular. Must be. And as of recently, the last trade that wasn't today, the Kings added Kaiser Edwards from the Nets 
and along with cash considerations. And the Nets got the draft rights to David Mikanua. I, I'm sorry, I do not know who that is. So, <laughs> um, if you happen to and are a little mad, shove it up your ass. I don't care. I'm sure he's very important. I'm sure he is. And the trade that just happened today within what the past 30 minutes if that if that that happened right literally i mean the second we went on the air and we started recording this it popped up i mean i, I knew something was up when i saw d'angelo russell say oh he's uh he's done he's you know he's you know uh what is it he's out for the game he's out for the so, game yeah I was like, yeah, there's something going on because there's trade speculation. So the Lakers, Jazz, and Timberwolves did a three-team trade. And the Lakers are receiving D'Angelo Russell, Mikael Bisley, and Jared Vanderville. Russell Westbrook in a first-round pick is going to Utah. Mike Conley Jr. and a second-round pick are going to Minnesota. So again, the Lakers get three players in that deal. They get Russell, Beasley, and Vanderbilt. They get rid of Russell Westbrook's contract. Good. And they have to give up a first-round pick as well. And I believe a second-round pick. They haven't really come out and said who that pick is from, but I'm assuming that's from the Lakers as well. But the Minnesota does get Mike Conley Jr. I don't know really. I don't, I don't, I don't understand the specifics of the trade. Yeah, maybe some more news will come out of why they made the trade, but I don't understand why they made the trade. But that's all we have for now. So let's talk about the most recent trade really quick. So do you think it's a good fit for the Lakers, Caleb? Do oh, you think? Definitely. They they needed something like this. Um, they've been struggling. Very. If you live under a rock and don't watch the NBA, the Lakers <laughs> have been really, really, really bad this year. Um. LeBron's been balling out single-handedly carrying that team and they can't do anything around him even with someone like Anthony Davis or Russell Westbrook but they uh really wanted to get that Westbrook contract and just him as a player just away from them uh and they got some solid players D'Angelo solid player comes uh, back home Jay, remember yeah, that Jay McCone, drafted by the Lakers players they filling up their like role players like this was a I hate to say it, but a great trade for the Lakers. And I think it definitely shores them up as a playoff team. So uh, they'll, they'll, they'll be in the play-ins because they're ranked 12th. I don't think they don't get out of the play-ins, but like for sure. I mean, I mean the roster's interesting because you got your heavy defense now with Beasley and Vanderbilt. They're more known for their defense with Beverly. And so I, I guess you'll start D'Lo at starting point guard and let Beverly – I'd probably move him to the bench. Actually, honestly, I'd probably run D'Lo all as a six-man with second unit. Beverly, Beverly will be on the bench. Well, I don't know. I think you want the defensive guard out there with LeBron and AD. Bench. I think you don't. I, well, I think he starts though. Maybe later in the game you'd run D'Lo. I think with Russell starts, but they might stagger the minutes. Where when LeBron's not on the court, kind of like Kyrie and Luca. Yeah. When, uh, one of them's not on the court. The other one will stay on the court, but they'll still like start together and play together. Because he's going to get started minutes. Like, you're not going to trade all that for No, no, he's not. not Make him play 30-something minutes a game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, Dakota, do you think Russell is going to get bought out now that he has been moved? 
Or do you think he is going to stay a Timberwolf? And also, a follow-up on that same point, I want want your opinion. Do you think this was a good trade for the Jazz and the Timberwolves? Uh, Westbrook's going to the Jazz, by the way, not the Timberwolves. Jazz, yes. I I don't know. Yeah, Jazz. So what do you you think about that, Dakota? I do think he's going to get bought out. And I saw (laughs) something that the Clippers were looking at him. Uh, the Clippers too. were looking at him and hoping to acquire him, so I could see that really working out. John he Wall. didn't even have to move at that point. <laughs> yeah, so that'd be nice. They same stadium. Um, <laughs> what what is the, What is the meme where it's like I oh it's um Wolf on Wall Street when uh the Clippers sign him like Russ is just gonna be like I ain't leaving, I ain't leaving, I keep him in my locker, I ain't leaving. But no, what about what about the other teams, Dakota? Um, I I felt like some some of the other, uh, like the Jazz, like they it just like wasn't all there. I felt like they got a short end of the deal, while the Lakers mm-hmm. felt like they really got out of there with way more than they gave up. So definitely. I did too. I, I think the Timberwolves. I don't understand really. The, I don't get the Timberwolves side of the trade. Maybe the contract for Russell. I, I do don't know what it is. Conley in a second round in the second round. From pick, what I've all they get? seen, yeah, yeah. that's I don't, what, that's for not D'Angelo? a lot at all. You trade D'Angelo for Mike Conley and a couple second round picks. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, has I D'Angelo? Know. They already made that horrible well this season. He ain't been doing the worst. I mean. Yeah, it's like kind of a steal if you ask me. I mean, I know you got Anthony Edwards and you gave up your whole future for Rudy Gobert, who's dog shit. <laughs> I mean, but like, honestly, it's like he's, he's your, probably your second best guard. I mean, like, I, I just don't understand it from the typical side. It doesn't make much sense. And I don't I don't understand it from the Jazz either. I know they've been wanting to move on for Conley, but I know you get a first round pick from the Lakers. And, you know, those are probably going to be worth something once LeBron leaves because they'll be a poverty franchise after LeBron leaves for 10 years. But, like, you're taking on Russ where you're just going to buy him out. Like, was a first-round pick really worth that? I mean, unless they can move Russ. They're, <laughs> they're stock-holding uh, picks at this point, but... <laughs> I guess, I, I mean, mean... Hey, the Lakers could be really bad by, what, 2027? Is that when it is? Like, 2025, if you ask me. Like, Jesus... No, but like that's when the pick is. So I mean, I think so. They could be in great shape. Unless they change it later, it'll probably be twenty twenty seven. I mean, I guess they could be in great shape, but like, like pretty pretty soon, all the Lakers first round picks are gonna come back to bite them. Like, it's well, I don't know. If the Lakers it's don't the Lakers. win, they'll always get free agents. They'll always get free agents. Yeah, but that's but that's this is their strength. This isn't the early two thousands nowadays. Like. I mean, like, it's not Shaq and Kobe, and even then, that didn't work. This is a more dominant league. You need depth in this league. Shaq and Kobe worked pretty well. I mean, with the four straight championships and got three titles, uh, seems pretty successful. But that's 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 old. That's older in NBA. That's not modern day NBA. That the game has changed. The game has changed. Like fundamentally, if those if if you look back in the day at where these teams, these dynasties were, and if you say they could do it in today's NBA, they couldn't. And it's just the evolution of the game. Yeah, because super teams never happen today. 
I mean, no. they happen. Do they work constantly? No. I mean, I mean, if if you want to talk about a good example, when LeBron went to the Heat, everyone, you know, super team, they're going to win like four or five in a row. Who beat them in 2011? I, I, I they, just they did go to four in a row, so it's not like they the heat did. Experiment, it, it's not like the heat experiment failed. It was a, a bit of a success, but like th- that's the thing. Like they were in a very bad conference at that time. Like they had the easiest path. All the good teams were on the other side in the West, so mm, the yeah, West was the way part. better division. But I would when you come up against like the Mavericks, like you get beat by teams that are fundamentally sound together. They're better team unit. That's the thing. That's why KD's never happy. I mean, they're not a cohesive team unit. They're they're they all want the ball. They all want all the money. Like, I'm sorry, like I mean, Kyrie. And it just does not seem to work. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like Kyrie. So since you want to bring it up, I don't feel like Kyrie is going to be that demanding. I feel like he wants to be in Dallas. Why? Because he wants a multi-year deal. I'd imagine. Give it to him. Give it to him. Uh, I mean, shoot. I don't. I, I don't think Let's see how he plays first. Let's name see how a, name a better ball handler. Name Dallas a better players. ball handler. We have a name a better ball handler in the NBA right now. Oh, okay. In the He's NBA right now, name a better ball handler. Name a player with more baggage than Kyrie Irving. I don't care. Well, what's Kevin the baggage? Durant. Everyone hates on him for every little when, thing he when does. Is Kyrie, I, I like that he's on the Mavericks. I think it's great. Like, I hate that we gave up Dodo, so, but I think he's could be great for the Mavericks. They needed a secondary ball handler. Um, so I think, and he's one of the best ball handlers in the league. He's an All Star starter. The best. He's ball a handler. he's a great addition. But when has Kyrie ever been a part of winning? Besides um, with, when he was young, LeBron without LeBron. When he was young with the Cavs, that when was he was a different. Young with Kyrie. the Cavs, they were getting the number. When one LeBron, pick LeBron coming back to the Cavs screwed him up fundamentally. With the Cavs, he was getting the number one pick every year. LeBron comes in, he goes to the finals a few times, wins the finals. LeBron, he leaves LeBron, and he hasn't I mean, done. I any would leave LeBron since. too. Well, he hasn't done any winning since. He didn't win it. The Boston one without him. They oh, I were mean, worse uh, when Boston when he was there in Boston. I mean, that's the same thing I said about with the Heat. The 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 East now has arguably the better division. By far, yeah. It's so, like, he went to the division that's a harder conference, a harder conference, sorry, to play in, in conference instead of division, but it's a harder conference to play in. You got to go through Giannis. You, you got to go through Philly. You got to go they, through The Embiid. Nets won one playoff series with Kyrie. I mean, well, I, I, and I'm not going to point fingers, but KD's dysfunctional. Harden's dysfunctional. Ben Simmons is dysfunctional. I mean, what's I don't Kyrie see was the same thing about Luca. Everybody on that team. I don't. I disagree. I feel like he was exactly. the one that was getting the blame because yeah, they were just always the pointing the season because he's an anti-vaxer and he I mean, can't stay healthy when he was on the court. That's, that's why I'm glad he went to he just skips Texas. games, and skips practices because he feels like it. I mean, if you've seen the Shaq documentary, I mean, I I just finished watching it. Shaq Shaq rarely practiced. He was dominant. Yeah. Shaq was also consistent, and he dominated. I mean, I'd say Kyrie's like consistent. Shaq. He puts up points. Shaq maybe... contributed to winning. Okay, I mean, I feel like I feel like Kyrie, like same thing. Yeah, I feel like he gets too much blame. I feel like people just want to pile on. There's, there's like the clown, the class, or whatever. The well, he he brings most of the drama on. on himself. I feel like all people overreact. Not like, like people make up the drama. He's Imagine. literally has done everything people accuse him of. 
Yeah, but he, he hasn't done that bad of stuff. Like, it's not... I mean, he's not Aaron Hernandez out here. People are making him out to be like he's going around killing people. Like, I mean, shoot. If people talked about he's some of the things the NFL players do. Rooms. I mean, shoot, he gets more he gets more talked about than some of these NFL players that do horrible, unspeakable things. They brush that aside and they just talk about and argue about Kyrie and ESPN every day. It's 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 like how um, CBS they uh, what's his name what's the broadcaster for NBC Chris Collinsworth oh my god he just loves Mahomes like he's in <laughs> love with the guy like I feel like this thing same thing with the Kyrie drama but but I feel like time will tell we'll see we'll see what happens with the Mavericks but hey, Dakota, if it works I'm happy that's the only thing I care about it, I yep same same winning cures it, everything it does it does. So Dakota, uh, what's your prediction for the trade deadline tomorrow? Give me, give me one rumor that you've been hearing about that you think will happen. Just uh, I'm, doesn't have I'm to kinda, be. Kind of hoping KD gets traded. You know, I'd like to see something big like that happen. You know, the Nets just lose everybody. <laughs> you know, the league needs one team to make fun of, and why not the Nets? True, that's a good point. I did see some that said they that's probably what the Lakers have been wouldn't trade him. I think they're like ninety percent. You know they're gonna wait till the off season, where they can uh, get more out of them. But I think that would be interesting if KD does get traded tomorrow. I I think that'll be a that's an interesting little rumor that's gonna be sitting around there till for probably about the next twelve hours, twelve fifteen hours. Caleb, what about you? What what's your uh, one prediction for I'm, the? I'm praying that the I know the Mavericks are going to trade tomorrow. I just know it has to happen. I'm praying mm-hmm. it's something like. Miles Turner or Bojan Bogdanovich. It's not. It's going to be not going to be or Turner. DeAndre Ayton. That'd be a good Ayton one. would be nice. I would take DeAndre Ayton, oh, but it's I probably like something it. like small but solidish. I think they'll probably trade for like Cam Reddish. I think so. So one rumor I've what I think will happen is I think the Mavericks will trade for Matisse Thybul. They need yeah, defensive yeah, help on the wing. They do need defense, and with Luca. Really, Luca and Kyrie now, they're they're so I'm not going to say isolationist. They'll have the number. But one. they'll have the number one offense. So you can afford playing four v five on offense, if you ask me, to upgrade your defense. So Thibault's not the best. I would okay. Thibault's a horrible offensive player. That's that's plain and simple. He, he's ass. But when it comes to defense, he makes up for it. And we saw what Josh Green did the other day. So Josh Green could play yeah, defense and dude, he could play offense. So hard. like. Him and, Hardy. him and Hardy. So I, I think I think making that trade for um, Thibault will be something that I would like to see. Another one that I saw was the Heat. They've been talking about getting rid of Kyle Lowry and um, Oladipo. So I know they're they're a little tied to moving them around. Now I don't know exactly what they're going to upgrade now that uh, Kyrie and maybe they get Westbrook. I don't. I don't really know what they're trying to upgrade there, but I do feel like the Heat need a piece, and I feel like as well the Celtics need a piece. The Celtics are talking about probably trading for a Patil. How do you say that name? Jacob, the Spurs center. Oh, Podol. 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 Yeah, Podol. but I, I there's talks about him being. Yeah, I'd take Podol on to Dallas the, too. I'll take him too, but I, I, I mean, the asking price I think is like two firsts. So. Ooh, no, okay, I don't want him that bad. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I mean, the Bulls may get blown up. the The Raptors may get blown up tomorrow. Ooh, I mean, uh, I'll take Pascal Siakam. 
Uh, yeah, let's yeah. go trade for Pascal Siakam. I'll, that. I'll give up two, two first, first Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway for Pascal Siakam and Gary Trent. Mm-hmm. That's my prediction. Well, what about uh, OG? I don't want to give up all okay, that. Okay, uh, we if, can't get OG and uh, Pascal in the same trade. We'd have to trade everybody. Uh, Wood, let's see. Wood, Hardaway. Wood, Hardaway. Uh, who do we have on our team that's good? Dwight, uh, we'd have to trade Josh Green or Jaden Hardy or both. Probably a good chance both. Wright or Lawson? AJ Lawson. Why would they want AJ Lawson or Wright? He's, he's young. Not he's not he's good. Decent. He's. I'm not saying he's good right now. They would ask. It, it would probably be Green and Hardy, or, or at the bare minimum, one of them. Plus, he's oh, yeah. not Hardy. Which honestly. Honestly, for OG and Pascal, I'd probably do that. Too far. No. Wood, Hardaway, Green, uh, Hardy for OG. And I, I want to get rid of Bertans. Get that shitty oh, ass yeah, contract. Oh yeah, but I don't think I don't think people are gonna take Bertans. Just like honestly, he I don't think anybody takes Hardaway. Hardaway's making too much money. I feel like Hardaway. It, it would be a buyout. They'll buy him out. He gets traded. Probably be the same for Russ, but. I, I mean, I kind of want to. I don't know. I don't know what I mean. What about Bullock? Do you think we trade Bullock? Um, he does step up into the end of the year. Him. Yeah, I don't think he do. His trade value is not very high right now. I mean, we'll be getting Maxi back in a little bit. Yeah, true. So, we need we this... need the defense. Yeah, uh, they're yeah. they're gonna miss uh, Dodo. Dodo was the um, playoffs leader in minutes last year. Yeah, Perfect. he was the utility. He was the efficiency and utility guy. Sad to see him go. I love how we've this has turned into a Mavericks Mavericks spot. Yes. You know where else could it? I mean, arguably Mavericks are the only one you want to talk about right now, though. So yeah, it's it's not even bias. It's it's like if if you talk they about the, the NBA, arguably the biggest trade. So yeah, if you talk about the NBA, you you your main thing you want to be talking about now is the Mavericks because we know they're not done. They've come out saying they they've been targeting Kyrie yeah. since November. They come out saying they're not done. So they apparently offered Wood an extension. I heard. Don't yeah, know if that's years. true, but I don't think he doesn't want the two year extension. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, they also I, offered Wood in the Brooklyn trade, but Brooklyn did not want him. They wanted Did Dodo. they really? They wanted Dodo. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I'm sorry, but I'd rather keep Wood and instead yeah. of Dodo. The Thank defense you. though. We're gonna Yeah, miss but but honestly, the defense like I like I, I tweeted it out. Like when I said Josh Green's at the point where he could just replace Dodo, you know, it's that's what's gonna have to happen. And see, here's my thing with the Kyrie trade that not a lot of people are talking about. Who and I said it earlier, who's the best ball hander in the league? Kyrie. Kyrie. Who's arguably one of the best drivers in the league? <laughs> Luke is not really a driver. Luke Luke is like a snowplow, you know. He's just slowly he slowly gets there, he gets but he gets, the always gets the job yeah, done. He always gets it, the it job. always gets the job. He gets the job done. So, so I I mean efficiency wise, yeah, I would I wouldn't classify him as a driver because he goes about two miles an hour to the basket. But we don't care as Maverick fans. We love it. No worries. He's amazing. But, but but Kyrie is going to be that ball handler. He's going to be a driver. He can also spot up shoot and um. He's a I pull-up mean, shooter. I don't know he's if he's a pull-up shooter. Up shooter. I we'll mean, he's, he's never been a he's never been a spot-up shooter. No, but he but he's up. decent at it. I'm, I'm not yeah, saying having, he, a, having a second person who can ball handle and 
like yeah. control the offense and the flow of the game is huge. Luca needs help because he's so he exhausted he, by the end of games. It's yeah. insane. But the, but the key part is you, you have this guy, this veteran now, who's really good, and you have this rookie. Now, and I'm not going to talk. I mean, he, I, I would argue he helps Josh Green on the offensive side too, him being there. But Josh Green's improving as well. But for Hardy, I believe this is like this this mentorship is going to be so crucial in the next two or three years. It's crazy because because we already see what Hardy can do. I mean, he's averaging more points than like ten people that were picked in the first round. Like, and you know, he's played maybe above twenty minutes in two games this year. You know, he he's not played garbage time. So having that mentorship for Hardy. From Kyrie, I think it's going to be so beneficial, and that's one of the reasons why we should extend Kyrie. I think I think Hardy will develop really well under Kyrie and Luca. I'm sorry, defense may not be there, but I don't care if Hardy's sitting next to Kyrie and Luca, and the three of them together are averaging 90 points a game. I'm sorry, that's that's my take. That's that's how I feel. Do y'all have anything else to uh, add before we wrap it up? No, I don't think so. No, 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 no. no. Dakota, you want to give uh, the listeners a little sneak preview of what you've planned out for next week? Oh, yeah, we got a lot of stuff planned out. Uh, we're about to start our whole uh, a draft uh, overview. We're going to go over each position Ooh, no and really talk about who's who you should look out for uh, in the coming draft there's a lot of good players i really like the uh running back class and the wide receiver class they're both looking really nice but yeah it will, that'll nice. be leading all the way up till the draft itself we'll cover the combine we'll cover any news Ooh. that comes up it should be pretty fun okay i'm looking forward to it and hopefully y'all are looking forward to it as well so that's going to wrap up this episode. I hope you all enjoyed, and I hope you all have a good week, and stay safe out there. Peace, y'all. Deuces. Peace. Don't get too fit.